The Fade You Podcast is a sports betting show for the everyday better. Whether you're a total degenerate or you're just looking for a little action, we are so glad you're here and checking out our show, whether you're brand new or you've been with us for a while. Enjoy the show. Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You Podcast. We are recording live halftime Sunday Night Football to the chagrin of Chris Duke, who is not here right now. Dolphins currently lead the Patriots 17-3. to uh, Joey Cheese here with me, Matthew James here. Joey, what's the second half bet here? The Patriots fucking suck, dude. Of course, I beat the closing number. I get them at plus three. I feel like a fucking champ. Goes off at, I'm seeing one and a half and twos right before kickoff. And uh, yeah, here I am at halftime. I just feel like I'm dead. Um, Patriots just suck, man. They, they can't move the ball. They can't stop Tua. Uh, wide receivers for Miami are just too fast. Um, all week I told myself, you know, Belichick's going to put help over the top. Not going to let the wide receivers beat them. Yeah, they're just wide open all the time just sucks. Well, it's funny you say that because I, I heard that a lot and saw that on my timeline a lot today was, okay, Bill's going to take away Tyreek and he's going to challenge Tua and, and the, the Pats are going to have this plan on D. And look, this game's not over. It's halftime. It's uh, Stuff happens, right? The Patriots looked dead at the beginning of their game last week and came back and actually played a nice game. But are the books even built too much respect still from stuff from the 2000s? Without a doubt. I mean, look, I mean, look at the respect Alabama gets. I mean, from what Saban's done in the past. And I mean, look at the product he's put on the field this year. It, it's the same thing. It's people, you know, we're, we're seeing numbers based off what's expected rather than what, like what we're really seeing. Um, bottom line is the Patriots are just not a good football team. I'm really disappointed in myself. Whether they come back and win this game or cover or whatever, I'm really disappointed in myself, especially for someone holding a Pats under seven and a half ticket. Um, I'm holding a Miami to win the division ticket. Uh, Yet here I am on New England because it looks like the right side, you know? It's been interesting to see so many people on the Pats season win total under, but in such a hurry to bet them as a home dog each of these first two weeks of the season. So, look, this game's not over. We'll see what happens here in the second half. But uh, Miami, I mean, if Miami holds this lead and wins this game, there's there's going to be a lot of love for them going forward for sure. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, okay, let's bounce around the league here. Cheese, Arizona money line. It was there. It was going to be the call of the year. So take me through. Take me through. At what point did you just know that ATS was a winner? Like that was not even in question. And then what was it like enduring the second half holding a, a Cardinals money line ticket? The only one I saw all week. So I had, I had Cardinals money line for a nickel to win like almost like a dime, whatever. And then I had a big, I had a bigger ticket on him plus four and a half. And I had a ticket on him plus five and a half. 
So, but yeah, up 20 to nothing, feeling good. All the group chats, all the text messaging. And, you know, everyone's like, great call, cheese. Like, you called it and starting to feel myself a little bit. Then fucking the second half happened. Daniel Jones came out, legacy drive, fucking one minute into the third quarter. Um, and then they just kept piling it on. It, it felt like Arizona was playing not to lose the game in the second half rather than doing what they were doing in the first quarter. With they were hitting Ertz over the middle. Connors was getting you know breaking runs for seven, eight at a clip. Second half, like everything just changed. It, it was like it was like they, they saw that their opportunity to lose Caleb Williams and uh they decided they didn't want to win the fucking game. But yeah, I'm sick of it. Yeah, the, the cards remembered that the tank was back on. Uh and um that was I mean it would it, it was right there. It was right there and they couldn't hold it. And if you're oh, a giant I talked fan, so much shit all week, all week, like I love I loved Arizona money line yeah. this week. I loved it. And and like I'm shooting myself in the foot because holding holding a nice ticket on them, here I am. I, I see the Giants at, at plus one thousand live on money line. Could could have grabbed a piece of that, talked myself out of it. You know, hedgings for gardeners. Giants aren't gonna fucking game. And then 28-14, I swear to God, I knew we were dead. Yeah. 28-14, I just knew they were dead. The comeback was on. The game had completely changed. Like you said, the cards gotten away from everything that got them that lead. And if you're a Giants fan, and we we do know on this show a a Giants fan that we talk to quite regularly, I don't know if that's the game you want to be taking a victory lap on after that. Uh, They – I mean, do you still come out of this saying the Giants have major issues? Yeah, without a doubt, they can't they can't stop a fucking leak. I mean that 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 team is trash. Their their defense is absolutely garbage. Their offensive line is atrocious. Uh, I mean, I mean they they mounted a comeback versus the worst team in football. I mean, I'm not patting them on the back for nothing. They are quite possibly the worst team in their division. Washington, oh. Washington knocked me on a survivor today, so that's fucking awesome. Well, let's let's talk about that. So I was in Denver last weekend, and people were pretty disappointed to lose the the first game of the Sean Payton era at home to the Raiders. That that leaves a sour taste in Bronco fans' mouths, and and I witnessed that firsthand last week. But those Bronco fans are thinking that today was worse because you're up twenty one three in this game at home in September, where you're supposed to have this massive home field advantage in the altitude and they they choked that game away like like few games i can remember it was it was shocking and it knocked you guys out of survivor so talk about that i mean how disappointing is denver yeah i mean i i fell for the De- there's no chance denver's gonna start own two or do you know that that whole thing sam howell's not gonna beat them in denver um yeah, I mean it's extremely disappointing, um, and then then to see Russ throws the fifty the fifty yard bomb hail mary to potentially tie the game. They don't get the pass interference call on the two point try. Um, that that's a team I'm looking to fade moving forward. Just at fuck Denver, they are absolutely trash. 
they they get a Miami team next week that might score 50 on them. The way that defense was getting run over by Brian Robinson when Washington when it turned out that Washington ended up being in the run out the clock position, uh, unreal. And uh, for Denver with Sean Payton, I mean, what are you doing blowing two halftime leads in a row at home to open your season? Uh, that that's not the way to endear yourself to the home fans, to be sure. Uh, what else stood out today? Anything else? What what comes to mind right off the top? Oh, there's certainly other disappointments. How, how, some do, surprises. How, do, how do we not talk about Sean McVay just covering the fucking spread? But that's that was unreal. How, how do we not talk about that? I mean, absolutely, absolutely wild. The fe- like, if you watch the replay, so he throws over the middle. Like the ref is in full sprint mode throws the ball down at the line of scrimmage. The ball's like spinning and like, you see him like look up at the clock and and then they spike it to kick a field goal as time runs out to get back, to get it down to seven. Yeah, man. Like you see shit like that. It's so fluky. Like I'm not one of these, like the NFL is rigged kind of guys. Like I, no. I like not one bit, but like you see shit like that. And it like just makes you question it, it. It does make you wonder a little bit. The only thing I can think of is like, look, it's week two. The Rams probably are going to be in a position at some point this season where you do need to go down and get a quick three and then try an onside kick. Like this happens in hockey a lot where teams are teams are up six nothing and they, they still want the first power play unit to get a little bit of work because it hasn't clicked yet and they know they're going to need it. So I I, I get it. I get why you try to go get the three there. But, yeah, the NFL is rigged people. As soon as that happened, I said, oh, my God, these people are going to be – these people are going to be louder than the you can't storm the field people last night after the Colorado game. And, uh, yeah, the the police, they're they're out. Purdy Purdy didn't look good. Purdy missed six or or seven wide-open throws. I mean, he he was overthrowing, you know, 10-yard routes, like – like four or five feet over guys' heads. I mean, Purdy didn't look good. That that offense didn't scare me today, not one bit. No. No, and my, one of my takeaways, too, was, uh, you know, in the contest, I'm, I bet against Dallas each of the first two weeks. I bet against the Niners last week. Uh, I didn't take the Bills today. And you just look at the – the Niners were covering until that, that last – literally last-second field goal. Niners, Cowboys, Bills – really strong elite defenses that are going to create takeaways. And, and that's why the Niners won. You're right. Their offense wasn't that impressive, but they did create some takeaways. Correct. Dallas wins by 20 creating takeaways. The bills were all over the Raiders and, and win comfortably with margin creating takeaways. So, you know, it's hard for some of us like myself included, Chris and I talk about this to lay seven over seven late 10 in the NFL, but damn, if your defense is going to create two, three turnovers and get short fields and maybe even score, that's how you cover. It's week, it's week two in the NFL, like not, not going to get crazy yet. But as of right now, Dallas is the best team in football. Yeah, Giants. And, and I don't think, they're playing a great. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's particularly close. I, I think defense. Dallas is the best team in football right now. Yeah, I mean, it, you watch this defense now. They've played – Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. So we don't need to get ahead of our, they're not quite the 85 bears yet. Right. But you think, you think about some of the better defenses in recent memory, the way that Parsons seems to get pressure on every single play. 
Dude, he's everywhere. Playing at another level. He's everywhere. You, da- do you know, da- do you know who they have? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you know who they have next week? Uh, I did. I looked earlier. I forgot. Who is it? Arizona. Oh, the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pray, so, I mean, so Dallas is 3-0. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas is 3-0. You think anybody will use them in Survivor next week? Yeah, I mean, probably 90% of the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. right. For sure. But, but yeah, I mean this this is a Dallas team where if Dak doesn't shoot himself in the foot, I mean this this team's ceiling is you know Super Bowl, right? I mean, yeah, like without without a doubt, they have all the weapons. CD Lamb's just always open. They have a run game with Tony Pollard. The dude catches it out of the backfield. I mean, they block. Their O line is filthy. And, and some of those yeah, guys were banged up too. Some of the Tyler Smith was banged up. Yeah. I mean, Tyro, he's always banged up. So um, very, very impressive so far for Dallas. Real quick here, let's just jump around a couple other results. Chargers going to Charger. 0 uh, 2, both games as a three point favorite. Lost straight up both. They're going to be a road favorite again next week at Minnesota. Um, good luck with that if you're a Chargers better. Uh, the Bears are might have the worst record in the league again. We'll see. Yeah, just fucking atrocious. They can't stop a nosebleed. Um, can't move the ball on offense. Justin Fields looks lost out there. He's gotten away from where he had a little bit of success last year, which was creating with his feet. You know, uh, it just hasn't seemed to be able to do it yet this year. But yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's responsible for another defensive touchdown against the Bears again today. Yep. I mean, every single time I watch the Bears, they're, the other team's scoring a defensive touch. So if you're if you're a fantasy football, just play against the Bears every week. Yep. Uh, you'll probably get a defensive touchdown and some points. Uh, Packers really bad collapse. Uh, the Falcons are two and zero, but I don't are, I don't know if anybody actually believes they're good. Des- Desmond Ritter's now thirty and zero at home in his collegiate career and NFL career. Just wanted That's to throw wild. just wanted to throw that out there. He has not ever lost. He's never lost at home. That's crazy. And then let's get out of here with this. How how bad a shape are the Bengals in? Said it all year. I think they're trash. Not not a Joe Burrow fan. That regression had to come. Um, They don't play defense. Uh, Yeah. Burrow doesn't look healthy. He doesn't look healthy. I, I, I tweeted it this morning. Talk to Duke and Ham and everyone. Love the Ravens all fucking week, and I talked myself out of it at twelve fifty this afternoon, right before kickoff. And at halftime, I just knew the Ravens were a winner, of course, because you saw you saw the Bengals and how bad they were in Week One. Coming home, the Ravens were one of the most injured teams in football. They got guys in the secondary out. They got two starters on the O line out. They got no running backs left. And they go into Cincinnati and really handle them. So the, the Bengals are in trouble. We definitely want to be careful just blindly fading these 0-2 ATS teams next week. So we'll definitely talk more on that on our, our full preview pod. But any uh, any quick last thoughts, Cheese? How about the Chiefs? I mean, I'm not impressed with them either. I'm not impressed with I'm them. Impre- I'm impressed with their defense, but the offense. Jones I mean, made a huge oh. difference having Jones back today. I mean – what do you have? A tackle for a loss, sack, and three pressures, like all in the first quarter. Like difference maker. Yeah. Huge difference. Yep. 
But yeah, I mean, yeah, so, overall, overall, there's not there's not really many teams that stand out that like, wow, I'd be really scared to play them right now. There's not many of them. Yeah. Other than that, Cowboys defense, that's probably about it. Yeah. Cowboys and 49ers defenses are both they're they're one and two, and number yeah. three is far behind. Yeah, it's definitely not the Jets after what what Dak Prescott did to them today. So. All right, Cheese, thanks for doing this. Enjoy the second half. Maybe the Pats will will find something here. All right, Dad, let's hope hopefully the Pats can come back. There you go. All right. We'll talk to everybody soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.